up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of Hey, You Talking About the Podcast with Gina, John, and Michelle. What's up, crew? Hello. Cooling, cooling. What's y'all, um, what's popping? What's popping? And be quick, because we, you know, we, we trying to chop it up. Be quick with it. What's going on? I'm tired. <laughs> with me, but I like that, um, cloak you got on. <laughs> what did you do? You disappear? <laughs> <laughs> it is like... <laughs> It is actually a racerback hoodie. Thank you. Oh, okay. A cloak. What about you, Jada? What's going on <laughs> y'all way? What's popping? Nothing because it's NBA All-Star Weekend and miss me. If it's not happening inside of where I reside, it's not happening. Because I'm not in these streets. Traffic has been dumb. So ain't nothing going on here. But mm-hmm. it ain't- that you right, it's that traffic. Maybe <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> hey, I, Shadi, I can't believe people flock to that, but okay, not enough of it. Um, I'm chilling. Um, I've been in the house all day. Um, I had a little company, <laughs> so I've been chilling. You know. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good day. Good day. <laughs> smoking edibles because we don't have time to again. Let me say something, y'all. John got this Colgate smile from Baby. ear to ear. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to smile and let the soul glow, baby. Okay. Okay. So, um, y'all ready for him? And y'all want to jump in here, man, real quick, so we keep them thing moving. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So first up, um, we're going to say this is from a guy named Dre. We'll call him Dre. Um, and his question is: If you could trade one finger to eat one food for the rest of your life without gaining weight or having health consequences from it, what what would the what would be the finger and what would be the food? Who wants to go if first? You, if you could trade the finger, a finger, a finger. In the place of a food you can eat without gaining weight or no nothing, like no high blood pressure, cholesterol, none that you can eat it all you fucking want. What would be the finger you would choose and what would be the food? For me, I would let go of my right ring finger, no purpose. And the food <laughs> that I would eat for the rest of my life and not gain any weight. Absolutely pizza. I fucking love those things. Love yeah, it. I love pizza too. Yes, girl. I love it. I try to stay away mm. from it because I love it. Michelle, get off yourself. What you what's yours, Michelle? <laughs> that took my soul, honey. Let me tell you something about a New York style pizza. Man, <laughs> you better say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I say, um I say that that um that pinky on that right hand, that's that's it. It's it's the smallest, it's lightweight, it gets stuck sometimes anyway. So we'll just do that. And if I could eat a food for the the rest of my life and not gain anyway, it'd probably be baked potato. I love baked potato. Mm-hmm. Potatoes, period. French fries, all of that. You a potato? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love a baked potato, y'all. Oh my god, sour you cream. go. You always be talking about a baked Butter. potato. Butter. <laughs> well, um, I like my fingers, so I'm not cutting off now. Miss me with all that. I ain't obsessed with no food like that, so I'm good on all of this. Okay, I like my fingers. I like rings okay. on my fingers. I ain't nobody finna be cutting off. No. 
So that's my my answer. Want to be You said what? What you say? Well, I think I. <laughs> so next question um and for the people that are listening we're only gonna do two questions go forward like these questions they be long and we gotta give our response <laughs> be just a lot so we're trying to keep it famous so next question is from alice and her question is in a relationship are opposite sex friends okay if so are they required to be close friends with your mate Mm, I do believe that people can have friends of the opposite sex. What I don't believe is that my friend got to be your, my mate friend. Get out of here. <laughs> Our friendship. Not yours. Get out. Yeah. And then you run into like arguments and things like that. And then that person has to referee or maybe ask to referee, ask to referee inconsequentially. Miss me. Don't go to my friend. Talking our bullshit, cause I'll be your ass and my friend ass. Don't bring that in this relationship. Michelle, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, I don't really, I don't really think I have had to, me personally had had to have experienced that. Um, so it'll probably be a no for me. Uh, no one. Uh, no, what's the no? Friends? No, you, you, they can't. Y'all make hand girl. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who this woman? <laughs> Why she well, here? I... <laughs> that is so rude. Like I, I look. I don't need to know. That's the that's honest. That's the honest opinion. Oh, it don't even have to be uh the a female. It could be a close male friend. Y'all doing too much. If it makes me uncomfortable, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, with me, like, I, who am I with gonna have to? They gonna have to like y'all. Like, I, now they gonna be close with y'all, but they gonna have to like y'all. Um, and like my female friend, I just remember in college, like, just everybody that Jante dated, my good friend Jante, they wanted to be cool with me. Like, they bought me a sewing machine. Somebody used to give me free weed, like everything, just to be in my good graces. But I still would turn on them for my friend. So like I just did, I don't I don't get that, but I think whoever I'm they gonna have to be cool with which with whoever I don't care if they got same sex opposite it don't matter to me because it don't matter if they gonna do it they gonna do it you know what I'm saying it really don't matter not over here they not <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's that's a that's a fact I'm dead ass for real on that okay. I don't cut off I don't I don't cut off my friends. Um, especially friends that I had from childhood, but I also know boundaries. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's boundaries, and people be overstepping boundaries. You know what I'm saying? And when you get in a relationship, I don't, I don't care about none of this <laughs> because <laughs> my friends are going to respect you, and my friends are going to respect what I have going on. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so that, that does not fly with me. Period. That is true. I agree with that. Well, those are the questions. Those are all the questions we have for this week, guys. So if you have any questions, make sure you hit us up at hey, you talking about now at gmail.com with your questions and we'll read them aloud. Boop, boop, boop. Y'all. What up, Jay Renee? Guess what? Today is the anniversary 
of Michelle's favorite person and the walk that they did across the Edmund Pettus Bridge. So I was going to say, by Ola Davis, well, you say across. <laughs> this is the first sun, the first bloody Sunday that we don't have John Lewis giving a speech at the end of the bridge. Um, and for those of y'all who don't know, John Lewis was a Georgia congressman who recently died. He always fought for voting rights. That's what Bloody Sunday was about. Them walking across that bridge in Alabama to try and make noise and they were dressed nice and impeccably, even though that don't mean a motherfucking thing. Yeah, about to go off, but he, you know, they were met at the end of the bridge with dogs and batons and all of that stuff, and he actually had his head cracked open, and he was a young guy, and he went on, yeah, he went on to be the great Congressman John Lewis, and today marks the anniversary of that, and it's sad because. Um, they, on this anniversary, there are, we are on we are on attack again with voting rights. I'm sure you know you all remember from me talking about that in previous episodes. But shout out to Joe Biden who did an executive order Friday to make it a federal requirement that you uh, that that states implement some measures to ensure that everybody vote is counted because Georgia with that whole not voting on Sunday is a direct attack to black churches and how they would have people sold to the polls at the church we're going straight to vote so they even they they try to eliminate sunday voting so mm-hmm. and and it's it, it's it's the same thing all over again it's just that this time we are more distracted with the shiny things that they've given us instead of realizing like hey these motherfuckers trying to take away our right to vote Right. And speaking of rights, do you all remember that guy who was in Nancy Pelosi office? Yeah. Um, Richard Barnett from Mm -hmm. Arkansas and how um, his dumb ass got arrested for. Oh, he was braggadocious. This my name. This where I'm from. And this and I'm here because this my desk. This is the people's house. Oh, okay. So he went down to Arkansas. And 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 they was like, okay, we'll let you go of your own recognizance. It's funny how white people have recognizance, but black people don't. No, nope. I ain't never, I ain't <laughs> never even heard of that shit till now. Right, right. But evidently, it's the thing. So then the feds came in and was like, run that back, take his stupid ass back to jail. He not getting out. This was January, right? Just this past, just this past week in March, he went. To <laughs> He went before the judge to see about his trial and trying to get out. The judge said, we're not letting you out and your trial isn't going to be the main. <laughs> they <Baby, laughs> lost it. I know. to this man. He yelled out that it was not fair. That's what he yelled out in the courtroom. Everybody else who did things much worse are already home. I've been here for a month. They're going to set it for another month and everybody else is getting out. <laughs> black, Richard. How does it feel to be black? Okay? Because there's so many of our black and brown boys and girls and men and women sitting in jail on some bullshit. They haven't been accused. They haven't been accused of anything. You just been arrested, but because you can't make bail or you haven't been seen, you just got to sit in that hole. Welcome 
to the picnic y'all want to come to so fucking hard. Because this ain't the picnic too. Bitch. That shit make me so mad. Screamed at the judge. Maybe maybe you should ask them to let you watch Netflix. There's a story about Khalif Browder and Rikers. Mm. Until they right. the fuck up and sit down and drop the soap, bitch. Drop <laughs> 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 it. <laughs> and the last thing I want to talk to y'all about, and John, I know this will be a personal favorite story of yours. Cuomo. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker swimming <laughs> in a river of shit. When it first of all, you hid the death not of not one, of not two, not three, but nine thousand seniors yeah. from yeah. COVID. These people, whole family, not that you hid those deaths because you wanted to fudge the numbers. You wanted to fudge the numbers and make it seem like not as many people were dying. And then when Biden got in office. Now, all of a sudden, 9,000 people dead at one time. Stupid right. ass what? <laughs> <laughs> and now you try, you yelling at the, the person whose job it is to watch you and make sure you don't fuck up. You yelling at him, talking about, I'm going to make it sorry for you. I don't know why you Italian motherfuckers think that that soprano shit is going to work. They <laughs> think they in the mob. They think they in the mob. And, and it's not. And you're not. <laughs> and you're not. Because you know what you are now under investigation, Sorry. and here goes, here go, here go, sis. Well, why are you under investigation for this? Let me tell them how you was touching on me. Right. Let me tell the people how you was like. Are you interested in having sex with older men? Mm. Yeah. Okay. My my response to that, I have I have two responses. One to that. Um, I really think. Because I be watching this show called Flag, I told you about. I really think this whole sexual harassment thing is a smoking mirror for something else. I really think they're trying to push this whole nursing home thing under the rug. Mm-hmm. And that's why this whole sexual harassment thing is like in the forefront. Because if Absolutely. you know, they ain't saying nothing about them nursing home. Like, on, I've been watching the news yeah. on now, and he is on TV now. And they got sexual harassment. They don't say boo about them nursing homes. You know what I'm saying? You so I, I just I just know how they be trying to spin shit. And though I never been a fan of Como, give me Andrew Yang any day, any way. Okay? That's who I want. So he he got to go. And one more thing. One more thing before you go. Um, I, When you were talking about the um the voter suppression and stuff. I was listening to um Ban Ban Lexus podcast, Higher Learning, and he was talking about Latasha Brown's Black Voters Matter thing and how they put a full page ad in the paper to restrict um Home Depot to ask Home Depot, Coca-Cola, Delta, UPS, Affleck, the Georgia Commercial of Atlanta, all them to stand with them against voter oppression. Now, if they don't, Y'all black motherfuckers who be popping these coats and shit, you need to stop because they don't give a fuck about you. You They don't give a fuck about you. Hmm? You said Target? Uh -uh. Yeah, I think Target was on there too. Target was on there too. Yeah, oh yeah. They they put the full page ass so like them like I feel like us, we got to hold them companies accountable. Home Depot, fuck you. Coca-Cola, fuck you. If y'all not standing with that shit. Fuck y'all, like dead ass, ass flat up dumb ass commercials. We need to uh, all stand with us or get ran the fuck over. 
And speaking of, you know, because there it's been calls for him to resign. And of course, being the white, the white man that he is, he's like, I ain't going no fucking where. Right. Ass. Y'all gonna have to drag me up out of here about the gray hairs on my knuckles, bitch. I'm not going. Let me tell you something. Fuck the Democrats. Because you all, are, you got all these motherfucking morals at the wrong time. The fucking president had 26 accusations of sexual misconduct and two of rape. And you are, them Republicans didn't say a motherfucking thing. The Grams, the televangelists, all of them all, with all these goddamn morals. You didn't say a motherfucking thing, but now... Andrew Cuomo, and he should be held responsible. Now you all got the motherfucking bullhorn. Cuomo must go. Why you ain't say that shit for goddamn uh, for Trump? Democrats, grab your fucking nuts and your and your ovaries, and and stop giving a fuck about morals because clearly the the, the Republicans are arguing with you about Doctor Fucking Seuss. <laughs> Why are you entertaining that bullshit? And shout out to the stimulus, the stimulus plan that got passed. They're getting ready to try to get people's um, chicks down to the banks as early as when y'all gonna hear this podcast. <laughs> and I'm with all those shit. Run me mine. I got a truck to go to. <laughs> I got the, the first six hundred. So fuck y'all stimulus. <laughs> Put some batteries in that bitch or something. I ain't got See, no. But you you were supposed to do a, another step to get the second stimulus, but you didn't do it. What you do? What 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 you supposed to do? No, it, there was no step. It's nothing on there. It's just like you gonna get it or you ain't. If you got it, if you ain't got it yet, then there's some shit you ain't doing. Don't no, matter. because they. I just thought they was like, if you didn't get it the second time, you can get it on your income tax. Like you're guaranteed gonna get it on your income tax. Oh, I haven't did that either yet. I don't know. And then, okay, <laughs> that's that's all I got for the news. You can use. We gonna come back and see what the fuck going on in this fucked up ass world. Hopefully, it's not Damn. a weak ass all star weekend. Hopefully, no, your birth being broken into. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> you should listen to Keisha and stay where you at. Now you out here with no windows and you sitting on bricks. If they gave you that much, riding on rims, <laughs> riding them axles. Okay, they ain't right. even rims on that bitch. We'll be back, right. y'all. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to how you talking about the podcast with Gina, John, and Michelle. What's happening, John? What you got for us? What you got? Well, I got a few stories that were a little interesting this Make week that quick. I wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk to y'all about. <laughs> Shut up, dog. Um, do y'all know who Andre Leon Telly is? He's a he's a big fashion guy. He was the um the um chief editor of Vogue at one point. You know him, he's all he used to always be with Anna Winter, black guy used to be in these big capes, um, gray hair, tall as fuck. The, the, the kind of fat dude? Yeah, uh-huh. The, big guy. Like, yeah, with the glass. All him. Anyway. Yeah, so he's in oh, the yeah. news. He's in the news now because he is getting evicted from his Westchester mansion by the ex-Manolo Blunick CEO, George Manakis, um, because he has not paid $500,000 in rent. Damn. Right? 
And so um, they said that he he never really pays his rent. He pays when he wants to. Um, <laughs> and then um, Andre Leon Taylor said that he had a, what would he call a gentleman's agreement with them? Basically, I can basically pay when I want to as long as I cover the taxes before the end of the year, which he said he's covered. Um, he And then, you know, Andre, he keeps saying that this is his sanctuary. They're not going to kick him out. But what, what you don't know is they are white black man I don't give for how long you been with Anna Wentz tour I don't care how many Gucci mules you got in your closet your ass got to go black man like that's the that's, and that's what I'm talking about that's what I want people to realize you can get in their world all you want but at the drop of a dime they will turn their back on your ass mm -hmm. and, and spit in your face I'm quite sure they were like hell yeah you can stay in that um, their apartment as long as you don't let everybody know we having a sex den over here mm -hmm. but now you know what I'm saying? Now, it's corona shit. People pockets ain't here like it used to. So now they want their motherfucking money. And he's like, nah, pimp. <laughs> I ain't got it. Cause he ain't did nothing in a minute. Even though he might still have long men. I don't know. So, you know, my question to y'all is, why do y'all think that we be trying to, like... We don't cover ourselves like a gentleman's agreement. He ain't on no kind of country, no kind of lease, no nothing. It's just basically his word. And since he's been there so long, New York has squatters law. So they can't, they got several laws. They can't put you out. You know what I'm saying? Like they got to go through so many measures to get your ass the fuck up out of there. So what y'all think about, <laughs> what y'all think about this? What if somebody came and squatted on your porch, Michelle, and be like, I ain't going nowhere? Excuse me, Shara. <laughs> you can get but, the fuck up out of here. Okay, there are there are squatter laws, but it's also it's those laws protect for a certain reason. Now, okay, if he wasn't paying any rent or whatever, he had it's no you say it's no documentation. No, he they had a gentleman's agreement. Okay, the fuck well, well, whoever decided that this gentleman's agreement was <laughs> was the thing to do, that's on you, dumbass, because you didn't cover your <laughs> Everybody knows that this this is not how this works. This is not how this goes. So, yeah. oh, that's you. You don't lost that, and whoever was able to come up on the free rent then good for you. Um, <laughs> when it comes to squatter laws, um, it's, it's another law. It, it was this house and I forgot, I don't think this is in the state of Georgia. It may be in California. I don't know where it was, but this guy, um, the, the homeowners, they lost their home and so the bank then abandoned the home. The man, he was watching the house. The man who squatted in the house, he had been watching the house. And so it was like nobody owned the home. And mm -hmm. so he went into the books or whatever state they were in, and he found about he found out about the squatter laws. And yeah. when oh, the house went up for it. auction, mm -hmm. the house was um, $16. It's a yeah. predominantly white neighborhood. He's a black man, and he stays there. They are, people, on the nose. they are trying to get him out, but he he oh, just like the laws of the in the book about somebody. Right. And right. now, but he purchased this like a three hundred thousand dollar house that he purchased for sixteen dollars. Study. I know they hate it too. Oh. I know they do. They cause they, oh, they, 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 they how dare you? How dare you know the laws? <laughs> 
and use them against us, even though we've been right. doing that all our lives. They, um, the people in the neighborhood, they did call the police on him, but the police came, and when he showed his paperwork, they was like, it's nothing that we could do. He bought the house for $16. Right. They was pissed. Yeah, yeah they trying to do an association. They trying to do everything to get him out, but yeah. these are the laws in the book. Like, he followed the laws. Yeah, that's crazy. They don't like um, it. It work for you. Right, right. It's no fun when the rabbit got the gun, bitch. Right. Um. Um. Next story. Do y'all like Bruno Mars? Yes. Not a fan. I love Bruno Mars. That motherfucker is talented as fuck. And so he was on the Breakfast Club the other day. And, you know, Charlamagne brought us out, and I ain't never really heard it unless the, it was missed on me, but he he that he brought up, like, people were saying that he um, he does cultural appropriation, like, when it's convenient for him. And, for one, in my opinion, I ain't think that the nigga was black. I thought he was at least had a quarter black. I know he was a Mexican, but I know he had at least a song black in it. But, okay, Mexican, you black with the taco, like, the same thing, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? He was like, I'm always talking about how he was influenced by Michael Jackson and Prince and stuff like that. And I know that for a fact. Like, he only fucks with black people. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, why do y'all shout it? And it be us. It be us that say shit like that. Because they're whites. They don't say that. They don't give a fuck. Do y'all think it's uh, he... not, not white to them? They don't give right. a fuck. Y'all think he does uh, racial appropriation? I think he does as much cultural, I mean, cultural appropriation. I think he does as much as we do. Right. So right. no, I that the honey that be the hotels looking for a motherfucking uh avenue. And it's the one way. Don't turn down here. Y'all wanna have <laughs> yeah, an argument yeah. so I'm fucking bad. This man, if he is what you consider cult. Okay, well, if he's uh, uh, um, if he's doing cultural appropriation, Mr. Hotel, are you by wearing African print? Right. Because you weren't born into none of that. You're African-American. Oh. Right. So are you culturally appropriating a culture that you're not familiar with, even though you are from that background? <laughs> and sexually? Wearing it wrong. <laughs> wearing and it wrong. So what are you? So what the fuck is you saying? Wearing it wrong. <laughs> you are crazy. <laughs> okay, so my last little story is, and Gina, you appreciate this because I know you was doing this. Um, sister told you was on. No, Sister Soldier was on Breakfast Club the other day, and you know when I first saw the clip, you know she's wrapped. I didn't know she was she's Muslim or. Or maybe she was just wrapped up. I don't know. I don't know. But she was wrapped up. But she sounds very at peace with where she is in her life. You know what I'm saying? And she was talking been. about... The, yeah. She was, she talking, she was talking about... Yeah, she was talking about the new book, um, Life After Death. And, you know, um, Charlemagne was talking about how um, so many people were criticizing um, the book because they were like, they didn't like it. But he was like, so many people that were saying that weren't even finished reading the book. They were just like in the beginning. And so she stepped in and she was like, you know, well, she said, well, to the people, I say, you know, if you didn't like the way I wrote the book, then you didn't write the book. You know what I'm saying? She was like, those are my interpretations of what I want to see. It's not going to be what everybody think it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? And I respect that. I respect that. Because a lot of times, a lot of creatives go through that. Like, you want the same thing. Like, even with coming to America, we want the same thing with coming to America, too. 
Flock City, then like it. Love the outfits, but then like the movie. You know what I'm saying? So it, and I really appreciate that. John, it's funny that you say something about that because all the reviews that I have seen online are very positive for coming to about her. About coming to Oh wow, that's good. Good for them. Reviews from white people who never saw the person. And probably so, and that and that's and that be the thing. So yeah, see, the people who are okay, criticizing okay. the book are mm-hmm. it's, are people who, like you say, didn't finish the book, didn't even read the first book. You don't even know what's really going on because if you did, you would the Arthur. You got to know the mind of the Arthur. Right. Let me say this as a lover of books. I was that person. I made it to chapter three and was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I stopped. But I'm going to get back to it. I have liked all of her other books. I was upset at what I found out in the beginning. It's like, why? What? It made it did. It made me angry now if i keep reading and it's good i retract my statement because i gave a very forceful one about how it was hot garbage but i understand <laughs> that i love sister soldier and even though i don't like how this is starting off she has never said anything out her mouth that's been trash sis has Why? always been dropping gems and jewels she got when uh the coldest winter ever came out and i was at a book talk for her she laid us the fuck out in that goddamn college auditorium. All the boys, all the men walked out. And it wasn't, wow. they walked out because of the things that she was saying. They walked out because, like with the church finger, like, this is not for us. She was <laughs> these girls down. Yeah. She was like, you can get on your knees to suck a dick, but you won't get on your knees to pray. I was like, oh! Sister mm. Sister Soldier got us together that day. So I appreciate her and, and I applaud her for everything that she's ever done. I've learned so many lessons from her books. But these first three chapters had me mad. I'm gonna go back though. Okay. And real quick before I go, <laughs> so crazy. real quick before I go, um, we touched on a little bit. Come to America too, not a fan. Um, what I will appreciate about this movie is Eddie Murphy has set up a lot of black creatives and black musicians and actors to get checked for the rest of their life. That is one thing that can't nobody take away from him. And I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's what I take from the movie. I hope that's probably what he was giving and not he was trying to give a comedy because that's not what it was, in my opinion. Not giving what it was supposed to give. Like right. Um, Ruth Carter, you know I love you. You know what I'm saying? I hope to God someday you hit his podcast, but I, like you, like you are unmatched. You are fucking unmatched when it comes to making us look regal and opulent and luxury. Bye. Like just a detail. Did y'all see that fucking lion, that gold lion head that he had on his fucking chest? Like back in the day when he had the real lion head, but it was like a metal gold lion head. Man, that shit. Like you are. Ruth Carter is everything. <laughs> so like, I will forever sing her praises. So that was the best thing about that movie and all of the people that still look good that was in the first one. Mm-hmm. So that's what I will say about it. That's all you're getting out your boy. And that's all I got. <laughs> and before we go about coming to America, shout out to my mama who asked me, did I watch her debut on the movie? Ma'am, you were... Did you say, what was she at? Is she in the wedding? You were an extra. Yeah, <laughs> Ma'am... I saw you glad you they you better be glad you was in there because you kept getting in trouble for looking at the camera. 
<laughs> you better be glad they got a shot. That they can that, Honey, you put her dressed up like an African. Oh, oh I wanted to think that she pictures. She took a picture. I got to go back and find it because when she sent me the picture, she was like, don't show nobody because I want my coin. <laughs> <laughs> Gina, oh, yeah, I'll get a picture I, and put, post it on our page. That's good. I love that. That is good. I like that. That's dope. Yeah. I, I like uh, we gonna be back with Michelle helping us get ourselves together. Getting together. No. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to Hey You Talking About the Podcast. We have Michelle with a good word. A good word. What's your good word, Michelle? Good word. Um, what about you say good word? Because that is what you always have? <laughs> Not all the time, but okay. Yeah, um, that is true. But uh, it's funny mm-hmm. that you said good word because I just want to go back to the post that I had posted for Focus Friday, which was um, live in love. And we just have to forget the small stuff because um, death is around the corner. Oh. <laughs> Period. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And that's why I actually made her say that, but that is so true. That is something that none of us can't escape. It's a part um, of all of our stories. And yeah. what made me um, want to think about it was I remember one time, I think, um, I don't know, was that me? I don't know if it was me or you, John, and we talked about how we wanted to remember or what we want people to remember about us yeah. or mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, um, I don't know. I was looking at something on Instagram or was trying to figure out something and I ran across um, like a a story or something that was saying uh, rest in peace to um, Lyric Chanel. And um, yeah. I didn't know who she was, period. And, um, Me neither. Me neither. You know, I didn't know anything about her, but then I went to her page to see what was going on. And her name is... Um, her name was her Instagram name was Lyric Young Chanel, and she was thirteen years old. Just yeah. a beautiful, beautiful young girl, thirteen year old girl, um, living. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to live. But she had anaplasty ependymoma, and it is a type of cancer um, that attacks the nervous system. Like the brain and the spinal cord, so mm-hmm. you have all kind of tumors that's growing and they grow rapidly. Mm. Yeah. And so she had like several surgeries, you know what I'm saying? Just like a little fighter. Um, and I think she was diagnosed when she was like 11 years old. So she lived a good two years, which is amazing. Um, but I wanted to just kind of mention it because. Her like her whole story was kind of from the time she was maybe eleven all the way <laughs> up to her passing. Uh, her story was um, captured through Instagram, through social media. Okay, and I've been in situations, you know, when people are, you know, close friends and family members was transitioning. But I just think it was just so. At first, I was just like, I don't know if I would do that like capture her every moment but they had the ups and they had the downs I mean she 
she made headlines. Um, she had people like um, Beyonce, you know, sending her flowers. She got Beyonce sent her one of the um, the Ivy Park boxes. Um, Cardi B sent her mother a message. Sent her a message. Um, rapper, what's his name? Um, Trader Truth. You know, he kind of got the campaign out there. They did a whole yeah. um, party. For her, mm-hmm. all the DJs, DJ Envy, you know, everybody um, in her honor. Uh, and let this me say something real quick. Trade, no, well, not to get a call. Trade the Truth always doing stuff for people. Like, I don't know nothing about his music, but he be in the news all the time. Like, right. like that's dope. That's really dope. But go awesome. ahead. That's, yeah, I just want to say really that. positive stuff, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Kind of getting it out there and just helping people. But, um... At first, I was just like, because when I was just watching the videos and I was thinking to myself as a mother, I don't know how I would, if I would even document um, my child's life like that. Um, If she had a terminal illness or if he had a terminal illness, but at the same time. You you you're not going to get this person back, you know what I'm saying? And we have recordings, we have footage. We have social media, you know, you can post uh, recordings and you'll always have them. You know, I'm, I'm big on uh, pictures. You know, when my yeah. mom took my pictures away. Oh my God, oh my God. And <laughs> it, it just do something to me. But her, um, her mom and her family members, they just kind of put in every moment, like put every moment she went through online with battling this uh, rare form of brain cancer. She was 13 years old. And at 13 years old, what you trying to do? Right. Live. You're trying to live. You're just trying to be 13, just trying to be a kid. Um, I do you think she wanted that, though? Do you th- well? Okay, but that's another thing, and that's what I was going to get into about when you know a person's personality like when you know yeah. the character and she 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 had a instagram page she liked to go live so that's mm-hmm. something she liked to do um so i guess her mother felt like you know this would you know this is something that lyric would do um but we don't know the thoughts in the mind of the of the spirit that the person is when they are transitioning so yeah. you know i don't i i don't know but I know that, like, when my dad was transitioning, I tried to, because the body is in a state of, I'm going to say it's in a, it's just in a state of being. Mm-hmm. Like, the person's soul is still there, but the body, the actual physical body is not really working as it would. So, for my dad, my dad went to work every day. Um, he never took a day off of work. So from the time he was 14 until like he could not go to work anymore, he was always working. So for him to be laying up in the bed, that was not his character. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, for me, when I was there with him in the hospitals, I would still try to make it seem normal. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he's going to be laying up here in the bed or in the chair, well, let me turn on the news because he's watching the news. You know what I mean? And I think that um, Lyric's mom, her name is um, Monica. Like, she tried to, like, just, you know, keep her moving, you know, keep her going with the physical therapy. But I also think that 
Um, they they did a lot of singing with her. She loves to sing. She loved Beyonce, hands down. And they just kept life going on around her. But I've been around so many people at this point that are transitioning. It's just like, I mean, you just, you never know what they are thinking or what they're going through. Now, I did have a friend tell me, like, when I asked him, well, you know, how are you feeling? And he was just like, I don't like for people to ask me that. You know what I'm saying? You can look at me and see how I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But that could have just been his, how he felt. Um, the same thing with uh, my stepfather when he had cancer and he had lung cancer. It spread to his brain. And he was the type two, which is, you know, like the person, they would just be there and they would just, you know, it's stuff going on around them and they can't really express how they feel. But at the same time, you know, some people could be depressed. Some people could be happy on the inside, but they still can't talk. Um, I know my former boss, Lieutenant Neville, he, like his body was like just really going down. But when I tell you, baby, it was no night I'm finna lay in the bed. Like, we used to have to make him, uh-uh, you need to sit down, sir. But yeah. he was still trying to get up and go when his body could not even do that. So, um, and I did see, like, one of, I think one of the last posts was when um, Lyric had passed away and her mom posted the picture. Like, she had done transition. Baby. And she posted that. But then... Um, when I went back to the page, I think she took it down. I don't know. I haven't been back to the page since. But you know, back in the day, um, in our culture, if you if you um take a picture of a person who is at rest, it, it says that the, the photograph captures their soul. It captures their spirit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what I don't I don't think that's something that I would do, but I don't know because like I say, I'm not as social media savvy as what's not something um, you would do take the picture or post it huh what's something what's the something you wouldn't do take the picture or post it I maybe post it but again I don't know because before I used to take pictures of everything we know Mr. Few Right. Is that something that you think you would document or would you want that to happen to you? Because you have to understand no. when you have a loved one somewhere in there, you're still trying to hold on to that person. And then the energy that I got from um Miss Monica Lyrics mom was I just I want y'all to love my baby just as much as I love her. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I feel. I um well, I mean, my mama, she collects obituaries. I don't know what she's like. Me too. Weirdo. When my dad passed and I wrote the eulogy, you know, she wanted to print it out and send it out to people. I don't even remember what I said. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I like remembering people how they were and uh, that uh, I can, you can't beat my mind. You can't mm-hmm. beat the image that I have in my mind. Now, my mama, she, when my grandmother passed, we were all there when she took her last breath. Oh, my God, it was so beautiful. I know that sounds sick and twisted, but I have a thing with spirits. They don't bother me. It was beautiful, you know, and I yeah. got a chance to touch her, and I actually felt the warmth leaving her body, and it wasn't scary. And right. 
you know, my mama taking pictures of her after she passed, but that's her thing. And it's whatever, whatever you got to do to mm -hmm. heal that hole that is in your soul when the person, when a child or a parent leaves you, I don't give a fuck if you want to stand them up in the house for five days after they die, which is the custom in some cultures. Mm -hmm. Do whatever you have to do that helps you. Just as long as you don't hold on and not live your life. Yeah. Because that person is gone. So I don't have a problem with it. I have a problem with it when people do it for clout. Like I was yeah. here, I was there. Hey, cut cut that out. They cut that out. If you want to do it to because that's how you're going to grieve and that's how you're going is gonna help you um still keep a a piece of that person here with you by seeing yeah. them when they were in their last moments, if it wasn't grotesque or whatever. That's that's then do that. But if you're doing it to say, hey, look at who funeral I was there. What? No, I just I don't I don't agree. But yeah, as far as the picture stuff, whatever it takes for you. Mm -hmm. No, for me, <clears throat> no pictures, please. Like, I don't want. Like, y'all don't even want to wear my ashes when I'm gone. Like, so you think y'all, I want a picture out there about me? No, no. And ain't no but, picture going to be around nobody. So, no. Done. Okay, and I respect that, and I will remember that. But you, you, you been, you been extra, you, that's what you want us to remember you by. Why we got to walk around with dust and blood in the, in the next <laughs> Why we I got said, to do that? I said... I'm gonna get you each one of y'all a nice bow with my accent that you wear on my birthday, and I don't see no problem with it. That is a remembrance of me. But everybody got an issue with it. Everybody got motherfucking issue with it. I don't appreciate. I don't it. think that there's anything wrong with that because, like, I've seen some some pretty stones that have the ashes woven into it. Okay, and, yeah, but he that that wasn't the first. That wasn't the first. Uh, okay, first, first I did say blood, like get my blood from the embalmer. <laughs> like, don't do that, sir. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah, I'm talking about okay. burn, cremate me. I want it to be as easy as seamless as possible. Burn me. Do not resuscitate. I want. I want it all. Mm -hmm. I want to be cremated because don't bury me in this fucked up ass third world ass motherfucking country. Burn me and take me back to my people in Cameroon. Okay? Spread me yeah. out there over the land of where I was supposed to be before I was ripped from the cradle of civilization. Don't put me in this whole ass ground in this weak ass whack ass dumb ass country. So you say you want to be spread your ashes to be spread where? Cameroon. <laughs> Okay, do your brother listen to the podcast? Because I think he's the only person that's probably going to do that. Okay. <laughs> um, Y'all better, yeah. you better go to Cameroon and spread my shit. But, um, so that was the main thing, you all. I just wanted to just, um, kind of put a little light, my little light on, um, Lyric Young but Chanel. My question real quick, is that like, but that's kind of true. I get like what Jenna said, like, you know, whatever you got to do to heal, but like to everyone else, like if I was to get online and I saw her dead, that would, that would really, it would one, piss me off. And two, like, it would make me feel away. You know what I'm saying? I get that's how you're grieving, but you're not responsible for what I'm seeing. You, I mean, you're responsible for what I'm seeing. So I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that's not really fair in my opinion. 
That's just my opinion. But but at the same time, and that's and that's what I was saying because I'm thinking. At first, I was just like, "Oh, you know, I don't think I would do that." But at the same time, you have to understand that this this was her baby. You know what I mean? Now, the other family members, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe her friends, or maybe her teachers. We don't know how they feel. But at the same time, you have to understand that this was the person who was taking care of her. You know what I mean? This this her but baby. She couldn't send it in a private DM. She didn't have to post it. I mean, like, that's, that's, that's how she wanted to do it. But, yeah, but what, you're mean, saying, what you're saying, John, is not uncommon. I know a lot of people who probably seen it probably was like, oh, I, what, what's really going right. on? You know what I'm saying? Because that then they started asking questions. I seen yeah. a couple of articles that was like asking questions like, who are her parents? And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This and that, this and that. But uh, if you just, I feel like if you get to know her, Mm-hmm. Um, Chanel, then you will understand, you know, because I got to understand. Like I said, I don't think that I would have posted it, but once I learned who she was and the type of character she was, yeah. I understood the dynamics of her family better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get it. So yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to say rest in peace to that little angel, um, Lyric Chanel. She was just thirteen years old. Dad, now daddy is bananas. That's sad. Yeah. What the hell? So that's, going that's on all there? I had um, coming out the box. What the hell y'all talking that about? That sound real nasty. Wow, well, okay. Oh, the box. I'm scared <laughs> of that. It's only, it only sound nasty because you thinking nasty. Look <laughs> at <laughs> that, Roddy Rich. Maybe. <laughs> 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 what the hell y'all talking about? Uh, oh, can I go first? Can I please go first? <laughs> let me let me get mine together. You ain't even Wait. ready. I'm ready. I just had to pull this up. Okay. So, um, as I know, um, Zaya Wade did an interview with Michelle Obama, um, and it was she put it up on Instagram. You said Zaya. Zaya Zaya Wade, who is um Gabrielle <laughs> Union and Dwayne Wade's um transgender daughter. Or whatever. So, okay. beautiful girl, in my opinion. Beautiful girl. Very sweet. Very well-spoken. And the purpose of the interview um, was to um, talk about reading among young, you know, young readers. That was the whole purpose of the interview. Um, you can, in the interview, you can clearly see that I was very, you know, she was nervous. She said that Michelle Obama was her her role model. And, um... And uh, if he said advice that Michelle Obama gave was uh, be patient with yourself. And, you know, that's, you know, hearing it, you know, I, I think for me, if I was to hear that, so I'd be like, wait, fuck, like, that's nothing. But now in my late age, I wish I would have been a little bit more patient. I was really trying to grow the fuck up, get out of high school, get it. And now this shit ain't high. It's not. So I say all that to say all that positivity. Let me go to the bullshit. So Jay Boog, who is one fourth member of B2K, got on Instagram and he was like, this is not cool. Very disrespectful. Using a child for new agenda. Take away the man, make the woman the, the new man and no more um, <clears throat> reproduction. The child shouldn't be in front, the front runner of the movement. 
sad but true. Wake up, people. The world is close to end. It's like they're creating a gateway for kids that are coming up. Like, the power of suggestion and saturation of the new human is scary. Um, look at the clothes for men, etc. Hairstyles. Men looking more like women by the day, and women's attitudes are becoming more manly by the day. So let me just say this. To all you fake, outraged, dick in the booty ass, this my first time <laughs> doing this ass. Always wanted to be a cheerleader ass. I watch gay porn in a public restroom ass niggas. Fuck y'all. Because y'all the same motherfuckers that be with all the shit. Jay Boog, y'all motherfucking ass with that curly ass hell when you was in B2K, nigga. And you finna sit up here and talk about a young girl. And, my, and I got into a heated debate with one of my close male friends yesterday because... He was like, well, you, I want to hear this debate because you got to understand where he come from. I ain't got to understand shit. Y'all motherfuckers that always got something to say, half of y'all don't even know y'all fucking daddy. Okay? Ooh. Get with that issue first before you try to get in somebody else's motherfucking backyard. Like, I can't stand you all weak-ass niggas. Like, if you're a real man, what another motherfucker is doing, it don't matter because it ain't got shit to do with you. It ain't got shit to do with making your motherfucking dick wet, loser. I agree. I hate niggas, shout it, and I hate it here. And if anybody got something to say, bring it to my motherfucking doorstep. Trans rights, gay rights, I'm here for all this shit. Fuck is you saying? Y'all the same motherfucker. I can go pull up my DMs right now, okay? Let's not get it twisted, all right? Y'all better shut the fuck up. You said I was talking about books? Yes, the interview was just about, like, it... the interview was not trying to get her to sway. She was just saying, like, you're, you know, you're standing in your truth, which she is. She's not telling you. She's not telling. It don't matter what the interview was about. Mind your fucking business. If it's not your I child, shut the fuck up. Well, how you how you interviewing about how you how to interview about books and y'all done made it about sexuality and and right. and, and gender roles and that's that's what the focus was. That's what you so busy focusing on. Not, right. even Not even listening to what what the baby talking about with the books. And you know what? That brings me that brings me to what the fuck I'm talking about this week, okay? Because these people are so worried about this, about Zaya. Are you worried about your fucking kids and what they doing in school? Yes. Because on media, on on a media blackout, USA talk, shade, whatever the fuck the page was, it was about this mama who's upset with the school system because her son is is uh, a is a senior quote unquote, and and he has two credits and a point. One three four GPA. Mind you, he number sixty four in school ranking. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is he number sixty four? He only got two, three, two or three fucking credits. And put what the fuck is the other kids doing? This right. is Baltimore. She on there talking about, and I just get so choked up because I want him to feel that he can be successful. And you know, they show pictures. She was like, I have three jobs and like three other kids, and I just don't know. Like the school dropped the ball. And then, of course, they show her with him and they only show the top of his head and she's like rubbing his head. You know, I just I want you to feel successful. OK. And he was like, yeah, I know, mom. Meanwhile, he playing the game. Why the fuck do he have a game 
Why the fuck right. do he have Wi-Fi? How did he make it to supposed 12th grade and you didn't know what the fuck was going on in this young man's life? She was like, they kept promoting him to the next grade. You didn't check no, you didn't check no grades. So you mean to tell me in four years you didn't see no grades? The school system failed him. He failed him. And his weak ass mama failed him. I'm tired of parents blaming fucking fucking teachers and school systems for when they don't do what the fuck they supposed to do. You, these teachers are not here to raise your fucking kids. Right. If a teacher, if you got four kids, a teacher has 150. She's supposed to call your dumb ass. Every time your student don't show up, every time he does not do the work, do you know how many times teachers would have to call home? If that was the case, grow up, be a fucking parent, and start relying on the U.S. government and the education department to do what the fuck you supposed to do. You were the one that was supposed to be reading them books. You were the one that was supposed to be checking on grades. But now you ready to scream and yell at a fucking graduation and that shit ain't going to happen. And now you want to cry? Fuck you, that school, and your son. Mm. They had 233 missing days. Where the fuck they was at? Right. You know where that nigga at that you fucking, but you don't know where your child is when they supposed to be at school. Get the fuck out of here. And this is, he's a senior. The pandemic only been going on for four years. So you fucked up three years in a row. Shut the fuck up. You look dumb on national TV when you thought you was out here trying to make the school system look bad. You look like the worst mom ever. That's what the hell I'm talking about this week. Well, dang. Michelle. <laughs> I mean, I totally agree with you, and that's what I be telling to say. Let me tell you something. I won't be if you want to be a failure. You're gonna do that on your own time. Cause I'm a, I do everything possible to help him. Okay. Um, but that was just to add to that little bit. Hey, y'all, y'all. I'm talking about setting goals and reaching goals. Y'all see my water jug? No, but this is my gallon water jug because she get ready for Vegas. She Aye. she beautiful Vegas. So um, eating well, exercising, and drinking water. Okay, I'm so excited about this trip. I don't know what to do. Have you been to Vegas? I've never been to Vegas before. Me neither. Me either. So I'm so excited. We're gonna have fun, y'all. I know we're gonna have fun. I just I don't know what to do. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. And I feel like if John had not been born, I probably wouldn't even go. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I appreciate that, friend. I'm yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's why I got so. Um, I'm I'm behind on my water because I got up late, but I will be. Uh, I will finish this. Is that a gallon? It's a gallon. Uh huh. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. So that's it. That's it, guys. Y'all, yeah. y'all make sure y'all um hit us up with your hair mail at heytombinatgmail.com so we can read them aloud. And appreciate y'all for tuning in for another week. Absolutely. Boo-boo. See y'all. <laughs> you stupid. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Want to let us know what the hell you talking about? Email us your rants and topics to hear you talking about now at gmail.com. And make sure you follow our IG, Facebook, and YouTube page at Hear You Talking About Podcast. Now go on and hit that email and tell us what the hell you talking about.